come back. You're listening to Lebs on League Season 2023 with your hosts Johnny Carews, Bassaboud and Chris Daha. The views expressed by the panel of Lebs on League are either our opinions or intended simply as entertainment. Before we start the show, please take a moment to like this podcast and subscribe to the Lebs on League channel. That way you'll be notified when the new show lands and it helps with our rankings. Also, if you know anyone you think would enjoy the show, please share it. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening to wherever you are and whenever you are listening to this podcast. Whether you're a fan of one of the five teams whose 2023 season is over or you're a fan of a team that mathematically can still get the wooden spoon. It's just embarrassing. Or if you're making some sweet love to that somebody special. We are Lebs on League, where a group of Lebos discuss all things NRL, no holds barred, and with me to discuss rugby league, as per usual. The beast from the Middle East, Bassaboud. I would love to slap that smirk off your face. I'm, I'm laughing because I know Chris is in a mood. I'd written that prior to, of course, seeing how Chris was today, and he doesn't look like he's got much of a sense of humour today. Well, the one thing I'm excited about is, are we going to Vegas next year? Our teams are playing. Mate, we've got to go to Vegas. Got to go to Vegas. All, all our teams playing? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Yes, Chris's team is playing. Chris, your team is playing? No. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. You're a Roosters no, fan. Playing. You're a Roosters fan, Chris? I'm not today. Not today? Chris, wow. you're taking the fun Have out of this. Have you turned on me as well? Your shoulders are drooped, wow. man. Oh. Just introduce me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and from our friends at One Touch Waterproofing, for all your waterproofing need, sad emoji, Chris. How are you going, boys? I'm all right, mate. What is wrong, I'm Chris? Not, I'm not happy. I don't want to do the podcast tonight. You don't want to do the podcast tonight? I actually hate Mondays, to be honest. Why? Because I've got to sit and listen to Annesley apologise to my fucking club every Monday. I don't like Mondays. It's a privilege. I don't like it. And the dickhead did not apologise today because the dickhead wanted to defend his shit officials again. I don't even know what they call it. Should you call it a bunker? Or should you call it a fucking... Uh, I don't know, a spastic computer? Okay, we can't say that, sorry. Can't say that, I think I I don't understand. (laughs) But Chris... I I don't understand. It didn't cost you the game. You weren't going to win that game. You guys weren't good enough. I'm just being honest. You did take no, it to it us for a bit. It doesn't matter if it's going to cost us a game. He turned the game. He turned the game on its head. We don't we know whether the, or not they would have won the game. We scored the next we try. Know. We scored the next try. That's fine. Right. You guys weren't at the top of your game. You weren't at the peak hardly, of your... Hardly. Hardly. Right? You guys weren't at the peak it's of about, your powers. It's about momentum. That was a 10-point turnaround. And they got denied a try. And we missed two goals. They got denied. Two of your players arguably should have gone to the bin. So the game was teetering at a very crucial point when that fiasco was allowed look, to go ahead. Look, it's clear as daylight. All the bottom teams towards the back end of the season when well, there's five weeks to go. It's funny how I said that. There was an article about that With today. five weeks to go every yeah. year, the bottom teams get dudded every year, no matter what, but because you... they need the good teams in good form leading into the semis and they need the right teams to represent the first semi-finals. And that's your answer, Chris. Don't be on the bottom of the, no, of the well, table. What's going to happen if the Roosters... Yeah, how are they on the bottom of the table, you yeah. smart-ass prick? Yeah. Who's on the By your table? own admission, they've been done it three weeks in a row. By your own admission, how do you lost... get off the bottom of the table if you get done it every week? How? No, I know, but I'm just saying that you're on the bottom half of the table. It's got nothing to do whether you're in the bottom two or the bottom three or if you're in the bottom half. But we're fighting half. for something. We're fighting for something. Not getting the spoon that we... We've got something to play for. Where we're like, can I ask you, are you worried about the spoon right now? Do no. you think that that's... Because you look at the... The I mean, Tigers run If the Tigers home. win two games and, and they're level with us anyway... How are the Tigers going to win two games? No, got, that's what I'm saying. Well, I don't got, think well, they've got a chance of winning well, a got, single game. I think got, it's done. They've got the Dolphins, Roosters and, and Manly. Yeah, they're, they're, they're but not, ours is, but ours They'll is, lose all three. Ours is Storm, 
uh, Warriors and Newcastle. It doesn't matter. You'll both lose all three. You're it doesn't matter. Lose but all three, but, but they're for it. and against is more woeful than us. So that's what's going to yeah. hand Johnny, them over. I've said this before. I'm going to say it again. We've lost three games. It doesn't matter where you're sitting on the table. It shouldn't matter whether one is playing 17, right? We know that. The yes. rules. But, but the Tigers got We data, say that like the it's a throwaway comment. We say it like, we know that, Bass. Like, it's a throwaway comment. It shouldn't be a throwaway comment. No, but I know, that's what I'm saying. We all know that it shouldn't be like that, but we know that the rugby league is biased. We, so we hang on a sec. But you know Before what you go any further, take in what you've just said. Let that sink in. We know the rugby league is biased. So why are we bothering? Why are we bothering? But we you still know love the game, but no, it's frustrating. Why do we love the game? Do you know what I've noticed? If, the- we, if the players actually don't have the say and the control over the decision, why do we love the game? If we know we're being cheated... The fans, that is. We know we're being cheated. We know we're being shortchanged. And we know we get given excuses every week. Why do we keep turning up? Because I think it's an unconscious bias and it needs to be fixed. You think it's unconscious? The subconscious bias. Mate, I disagree with you. Hang hang on a sec. You played the Dragons on the weekend. The Dragons aren't making shit this year. But the NRL needs South in the eight. And the Roosters, and the Dogs, not, and not, Parramatta. Not so much us. No, but not so much yeah, us. If South, Roosters, Parra aren't there, and then you've got the Dragons, Bulldogs, Tigers down the bottom, that's half of the Sydney they, teams. They've already got They're their story. The they already got their story. They've but got if South Panthers, don't make it, there's no one Storm, there. They've got the Warriors. They've got the Broncos. They, arguably, the Broncos. that's four countries. Yeah, that, That's arguably four countries. They, they, 2023 is set for those guys, as far as I'm concerned. They They're the ones they want. Sydney teams that everyone follows hard aren't going to be there. Here's, here's how I look at the NRL, right? Right? Like you said, Carews, New Zealand in the finals, fan-fucking-tastic. Brilliant. Brilliant. Let's get a second team there. Queensland side, one's already in. Cowboys are a possibility, which is far north Queensland. That may as well be Papua New Guinea. Brilliant. Correct? Let's get another team Brilliant. there. Let's get another team in there. <laughs> right? Penrith. Yes. That's the west of Sydney, which is arguably another country. It's actually Samoa and Tonga. Brilliant. Let's get them in there. Right? Yeah. You know what? We need to split that down the middle. Let's right. make it Penrith. Slash Blacktown Warriors. Right? Yep. So it was either Penrith or Parramatta out the west. Penrith are there. Then they so, got the Sharks. So this is what they've done. Sharks. Canberra. Uh, St. George. Yeah. Canberra's another country. Sharks. St. George. Got one of those. There's an, that, they're in an area there. Who's close enough to them? Sharks, St. George. Roosters. One of those. One of those coastal areas. Yeah, we'll take there. the Sharks. That represents that region. Tigers. Bulldogs. Uh, who else is in that area? That's that's I would take the dragons in para, that area. Para, para. That, that's where para I would put was, it in with there. the west. Para. Souths, Souths have a higher supporter base than all of those. Let's get Souths in there. It's all fucking planned and calculated, taking into consideration the fan base, the membership base, the sponsorship base, the supporter base. How do we best maximize the finals campaign for TV, for fucking merchandise, for revenue? Fuck you, NRL, and the refereeing has reflected that. Don't worry about the the dragons one being offside. What about what about the knock on from Lee Martin when when Manly up at twelve six? Can we get to those before half time? You're going off. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No, no, the but Chris, though. I agree. I'm talking about the again because that changed the game. Again, we all saw that. We all saw that the whole entire South Sydney tide was in front of Ilias when he kicked the ball. We all saw that. For him you to try and come foot. out and to say here's another angle of it, not so clear now. You is know it? why? For him to you come out. Foot. For him to come out three weeks in a row and apologise to the same side three weeks in a row, that looks like this bi- unconscious bias, let's call it. Yeah, but how can That's you... what it looks like. Mm. That looks actually a bit sus from the NRL. Do you think so... they're actually gearing towards saying, let's get rid of the Dragons, let's merge them with another team <laughs> because they can't sustain themselves. Let's keep them down there on the bottom. Let's turn them into the St. George, Illawarra, Canterbury, Bankstown, Dragons. I think the NRL doesn't <laughs> want too many Sydney sides in the finals. They know... 
of all the teams in the NRL, the Sydney sides are the oldest and have their fan bases set. They can count on their tribalism year in and year out. They'll just keep turning but up. But I also think they make a mistake that if a Sydney team is in the grand final against a Queensland team, we're naturally going to go for Sydney and we've got our team. 100% no. I want to see the Panthers fall flat on their face. 100%. You know, you go back but to what Tony said. I'd be rooting for the Broncos more than I'd be because I don't want the Panthers to win. But that's not what I'm looking for. That's not how the game's supposed to work. So I don't know what's happened as far as the game all of a sudden going, right, let's just try and give favour to certain teams. The fans aren't going to recognise. They're too stupid anyway. If it was rugby union, maybe they'd catch on because they're all educated. They're private schools. I know it's a joke. It's an absolute joke, and we should all be offended. But why aren't, why aren't we... Why are we like making the Sydney teams great anyway? Like it's a Sydney, it, the rugby league's supported in Sydney. Do the AFL help the, all the Melbourne teams? You're missing. I mean, the, sorry, the outside teams. No, no, you're missing <laughs> the point. Volandis is a businessman, and it so happens that he's from the west of Sydney, and Penrith's success has coincided with him becoming the head of the NRL. That's my conspiracy. That's theory. a stretch. That one because do they get favourable calls? hundred percent, they get favourable calls, but they Mate, are still. Not, there's not one call. A dominant team. There's but, not one call from the. Well, ref. it's very easy hey. to be a dominant team if everything goes your fucking way. I get that. If you're attacking more than you're defending, because as Chris well, you, said, you give a, a knock on that he's called every other day of the week for any other side. Get to him. Is a try a dom- for you. Give Mate. a dominant team a small doorway of opportunity. They're going to take it. I That's have never seen. I have never seen a Penrith try go up as a no try. How about that one? Yeah, they always tries first, and then they go to the video. Ref. You know, for Find us, the fucking reason I'm to not take being it biased. Off I dare you. I'm not being biased, but Find you know, for us, you yeah. know, for us, every time we score a try, he somehow goes a no try. Oh, same with us. He goes a no try. Oh, same with us. He goes a no try, and it's a it, legitimately a try, but he goes a no try. It depends where you're sitting on the ladder. No, it depends <laughs> on who we're playing. Uh, <laughs> it's just it's okay, another and, and week. You know what? You know what shits me? Why do the fucking coaches get fined thirty k to just say what they want? If he sits there like Ellerslie can say talk shit today about oh no he got it wrong. Well, why can't the coaches say they fucking officials got it wrong? I don't understand. Actually, in that sense, Chris, I agree with you. Why, I, why should they be fined $30,000 if he's saying that the official is wrong and then the head of the NRL has to come up and say, no, we didn't get it wrong. Or you did get it wrong and that bloke doesn't get a fine or get dropped. I don't understand. Can I say the, the concern I have is with the fact that the referees are untouchable. So a coach at the end of the game is not allowed to complain and, and critique some of the errors that they've made. If a player talks out against the referees... They get in trouble. There's but, a fine system in place. Also, to the protected. same degree, if someone wants to challenge something at the judiciary, the chances of them winning are Buckley's because Zero. it's actually taking it to the NRL. The problem is the NRL needs to actually hear this criticism and it needs to fix its game. Let's put and a the different fact spin on that. that. What they're basically saying is our head is in the sand. No one's allowed to say anything bad about us. Correct. Therefore, the system is working. Correct. Here's the thing. You can't say to a coach, "We want you to." you have to turn up to a press conference afterwards and you've been dudded, but you shut your fucking mouth and play nice. And if you don't turn up, do you get really? fined? If so hang on a sec. Do you get I have to us? turn up. Yeah, you do. I have to turn up, right? And you've just dudded me, and effectively you're saying, shut your fucking mouth, sing our praises, irrespective. Otherwise, you're going to get fined. Fuck you and your press conference. Hashtag yeah. talk up If the you game. tell them off, you get a fine. If you don't rock up, Come you get on. a fine. You know what? It's not good enough. It really isn't good enough. And I said it to you last week, I'm going to say it again. Near enough is not good enough. I'm and just sick of the way the coaches have to tippy toe around what they say to try and make the point. And you can and you can see the journo asking him directly. Exactly. Like, like the journo like, pokes. Like, journo pokes him and he's like, I don't want to go down that track. You know the answer. It is funny. And, and, and you can tell what he wants to say. He wants to tell him, go fuck yourself, but he can't. That's why you get Wayne Bennett that sits there and says, uh, 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 because 
They're no, poking him. No, way and better, he doesn't want to Wayne better that. had a lot to say this press yeah, conference. He did. Yeah, he did. But so we should. But he was right in what yeah, he but said. They he's a protected species. Yeah, but Bass, <laughs> but Bass he was yeah. right. right? He, was, he was never going to win the game. But we what know. he's trying to say in scenarios <laughs> of what happened, like, like Nick Arima got elbowed and nothing happened there. The good thing about it, he had a go at the officials. And we want him to because he's the biggest figure of our game. And if he's saying something bad about them, that's good. Here we are again. Another you know, week. Another referee. We're talking about the referee debacle again. And there was again. a fucking few. There's three rounds left. The year has gone way too fast. Thank God college football's starting soon. We are talking about the business end. There are mathematically eight teams still fighting for a right to play finals this year. The latter with three rounds to go. Panthers, first 38 points. Broncos, second spot, also on 38 points. Still have a bye to come. Warriors, third on 34 points. The Storm, 32 points, fourth spot. Here it gets interesting. The Sharks on 30 points with a 110-point differential. The Raiders on 30 points in sixth spot, minus 120. So the Raiders, I reckon you're, you're safe if you're on 32 points. They have to be on 34 because 32 points for those guys with a terrible differential means they're out of the eight. The Knights, they're in seventh spot on 29 points, 110 points differential. Rabbitohs are on 28 points. They still have a bye to come. They've got a 92-point uh, for and against. Then we've got um, teams outside the top eight that can still make it. The Cowboys also on 28 points, 32-point differential. The Eels are on 26 points, 21-point differential, but they still have a bye to come. But Mitchell Moses down looks like he's gone for the season. Yeah. Fractured eye socket. Roosters, 26 Un points. Unfortunately, for a side that's fighting for the eight, a bye this time of year doesn't help. Yeah, because but you can't add to your differential during a bye. Not when it's that bad. Yeah, yeah, but you need the two points too. But you know what I noticed, and before he goes on as well, I, made, I, I looked at it. A couple of the good teams got a few buys three weeks before pro before the season. And all the shit teams like us, we we got ours in round one. And then the Tigers had two in the space of four weeks. I, I, look, I would argue but though... But the good teams had got one before a month before yeah. or two. I had a look That's at convenient. that. It's convenient for I a lot know. of them. Because you know how some teams want to rest, the rest their players? Yeah. They get a buy. It's an excuse. We, we were one of the players. last teams to get a buy. Yeah. But by the time but you'd we love did, to rest your players, wouldn't you? Like Campbell By the Graham. time we got our buy, we were exhausted. And I thought that I would have liked to have had a buy sooner, to be perfectly honest. I know. But I, Having I, said I that, not that. complaining about the fact that we got a buy, yeah. not this week, but the following week. I had a look at that. The Roosters are in 11th spot, 26 points. You're on a minus 84 PD, that's terrible. And the Sea Eagles, the most unlikely. They're on 25 points, 12 points. They're on 25 points with a 12-point differential. Thank you. My apologies. That's right. exactly what I meant. So um, mathematically, everyone down to 12th to 5th can either make the top eight or actually dip out of the top eight. But it obviously is going to be harder for everyone sitting around 7th to 12th. Now, if we have a quick look at those teams individually that are likely to do it. We'll just do this very quickly. Manly are in 12th spot. They've gone 25 points. They have to win every single game. They're gone. Um, yep, they're gone, you reckon? Yeah. Who have they got, got? They've got the Warriors this week at home. Loss. Then they have the Bulldogs away. Actually, you know what? The Warriors didn't convince me. I told you against the Tigers. The, the Warriors are that team. They played, I know. They, yeah, but Bass, a, they've been playing good all year. They're, they're going to have a few hiccups like that. Play, they're going to play like that. Chris, they played a 12-man Titan side and they played the Tigers. This is a leg-up time. Yeah, but they this is a leg-up time. Oh, no, but look at Melbourne. They, they lost in New Zealand. Yeah. They lost that was the thing. And there was a two-point difference in that game. Yeah. I can't remember. I told you it was almost a home But then they've got the, the Bulldogs and the West Tigers. So that's looking pretty comfortable there. But it is manly. They need to win all of them. And they could fall this week. The other interesting thing is there's a whole bunch of games this week. Anyone who falls, it looks like they're done. They're gone this they're week. Cooked. So manly have the Warriors this week. They lose, they're cooked. Yeah. 11th place, Roosters on 26 points. Really bad points differential, minus 84. Another have to win all three games. So you've got the Eels this weekend. No Mitchell Moses. We lost a couple of games during the year that left me scratching my head. 
Give us one of those games right now. I know, Dolphins, round one. Should have had that. I can excuse that one. New club, euphoria, up at home. But there were some losses during the year that left me scratching my head. And, so and they're the ones that do kill We you. lost to Canberra by two points on a dudded call. and So that's what I'm saying. You Just lost to us on the bill. Lost to the Dragons on the bill, on the Hooter. One, one of those wins. We both lost to the Dragons this year. One of those. We also beat How the Dragons. Both of us. We beat him on Anzac Day when it counts. That's the only game the Dragons care about. That's the only game that counts this year. <laughs> we get one of those games We on 28 points. And we're in a better position than we are now. But anyway, uh, you have to win this game against yeah, the absolutely. Hills. That's the big one. Because your next two, pretty much uh, lay down Mazaire. I mean, the West Tigers are playing better South footy. South is a lay down Mazaire. Sorry, my apologies. Um, I'm talking about the Roosters. You've got West Tigers next week, and then you've got us at the end. That's yeah. right, not the Bulldogs. My apologies. So no, it's going to be the tough one. Mm. And that's probably the one that is going to decide whether either one of us make the eight. Not necessarily. It's going to be an absolute... It probably is, though. No, if the Cowboys keep winning... We might be playing for nothing. But if the Cowboys win this week, just it makes hurting. it harder for you. Yeah. That's it. But again, it all depends on what happens this weekend. Yeah, I know. Ninth place Cowboys are on 28 points, 32-point differential. Who have they got coming up? They've got Sharks this the week. Sharks. We need the Sharks to win that for both this our sakes. This week in Twansville. Who did the Sharks just beat on the weekend? Gold Coast. The Gold Coast. So they've still only beaten one top eight team. Is Valheim still out? He's a, there's a sneaky um, thing they were talking about today that Nanai could be back this week for them. Then, they'd all mm. then they've got some Dolphins at Suncorp. Then they finish off with the Panthers. But it could quite possibly be the Panthers' B team. If Point. the Broncos keep winning, the Panthers are fucking... They, they liked the glory. So they'll be playing for the minor premiership. It could, that's, it that's could correct, still come to the last game. But it may not. That's what I'm saying. So this, this for these guys at the moment, they're going to have a tough run with the Cowboys this week. It, Dolphins at Suncorp. Anything could happen there. But then we don't know what Panthers are going to turn up. Ivan Cleary is also one of those guys... That might be happy to drop a game depending on who's third and who's fourth. Yeah, it's going to be strategic at this point. Correct. Because two plays three and one plays four. So depending on who's third and who's fourth, he might want to finish either first or see, second. See, I see these guys finishing on 34 points. They're going to be, the, 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 the points differential is going to be all the more important now because think, it's going to a whole yeah. bunch of teams looking like they're about to finish on the same amount I of points. I think Penrith can do both Melbourne and Warriors anyway in the top four. So. Okay, then you've got the Bunnies also on 28 points. They've got a... A healthier points differential, 92. We've got an informed Newcastle Knights. Potentially, Jackson Hastings may or may not be playing. We don't know yet. Then uh, we've got a bye, which is brilliant. But then we play you guys, as we know, in the final game of the season at Khara Park. Isn't that your home ground? Yeah, a delighted home ground. So we're on 30 points at the moment, basically. But we still have to win both those games. At least one of them. If Newcastle win this week, do you think they're in? Th- Will they go to 31? Well, let's Three. go to Newcastle then. They're in seventh spot, 29 points, 110-point differential. We got and Those 110 points came via the two games they won against the Bulldogs. They got us this weekend, then uh, the Sharks, which is a lucky dip, and then they all beat the Dragons in the final game of the season. So they'll finish up on 33 points at least. Why have they finished on 33 points? Three 29? Points. Yeah. Yeah, they'll probably beat the, the Dragons. Yeah, that's and, 31. Yeah, and then there's a good chance that they'll either beat... Uh, who is it? The Bunnies? Good chance they're going to beat us this weekend, Bass? Good chance? I would say so. And who's the other one? It is the Sharks. So that could be on 35. They could lose both those games, bro, please. I think we're overestimating the power of Newcastle. Yes, they're on a run, but in all those games they've won, they've only beaten a, a Melbourne Storm side, really. Everybody else has been a side well within their powers. No, no, fair enough. Fair enough. So, look, they could potentially be finishing on 31 points and just outside. Outside. Yeah. 
Or, I, th- I think they'll miss out. Well, I'm hoping they do because if they miss out, it's more likely that we're going to make it. Correct. The Raiders are a funny one. They're sixth place, 30 points, and uh, a minus 120-point differential. They got the Bulldogs this week, so let's say they're on 32 points. And I'm calling an upset, actually. Let's say they're on 30 points. I'd love it if it was an upset. Then they've got the Broncos and the Sharks. They'll lose both those games. So they're on 30 points. So that's, again, they're potentially just going to finish up on 32, 32. points. If they finish on 32 with a minus They're fucked. They have fucked. to finish on 34 points. They have to, yeah. Yeah, in order to they stay in the They have to drag two wins out of So they've got to drag two wins out of that yeah, one. Yeah, they do. The Sharks, fifth spot, 30 points. 110 points differential. They've got the Cowboys uh, away, Knights away, and then the Raiders at home. That's a hard run home. Thank to, thanks to you. you. You you guys put them back in form. All right, Chris. Anyway, but look, the Cowboys away, it's going to be a tough call. We need the Sharks to win that, for, like we said, for both our sakes. Yeah. Well, it's going to be a tough call up there, I've got to say. Keep going. Yeah. Then they got the Knights away. We want them to win that for both our sakes. For both our sakes. Then the Raiders at home. We want them to win that for both our sakes. We want. I know, but they're the so ones... So we actually want to cheer for the Sharks for the next three weeks. Well, yeah, they're the ones that are un- unlikely they're going to get through that without losing a game, I reckon. Why? Because I, I just think that, um, as you said, mate, they're, they're, they're in better form now than they have been in the last few weeks. Who is? The Sharks. Yeah, they are. Yeah. So we want them to win those three games of the Sharks. They're in decent form because they're playing all sides above us that we could jump if they keep losing. But I think it's still going to be a tough ask because there's three tough games. Yeah, I know they're three tough yeah. games. If the Sharks are dead set serious on... We, we should go to those games and just cheer. Next to Scott Morrison. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's always there. You yeah, know. He hasn't recovered. Has back since. He hasn't recovered after apologising to Brittany Higgins in Parliament. So I don't know where this ends up. That's the thing. I mean, it's a real lucky dip, but we're the hoping... Sharks need to make a stand. Everybody has written the Sharks off because they can't beat a top eight side. Okay, they got to win against South. One in two seasons doesn't win you a premiership. No, that's so, right. And Souths have been awful. So, so I think uh, Coach uh, Fitzgibbon. He's going to want to try and drive the stake here. So he's going to have to go the Sharks. What that means at the end, mathematically, we don't know. The top four sides have made the eight. Yeah, the top four sides are safe. Yeah. Congratulations, NRL, Penrith, Warriors, Brisbane, Melbourne. Melbourne. Yay. And how, how Craig Bellamy, who lost two Bromwiches, yeah? Who else did he lose? Kafusi. Kafusi. He hasn't had Pappenhausen all year. He still made the eight with a rabble. How is beyond me, but congratulations, NRL. Well done again. Okay, round 24 started with the Panthers beating the Seagulls 24 points to 12. It was 12 or half time, and they won four tries to two. This was the Panthers' seventh win in a row, and the uh, Seagulls haven't beaten the Panthers at home since 2017. Stephen Cryant went looking for an intercept again and found it. He's now officially the intercept king. Again, I think that started with the Rabbitohs in the grand final. Guys, what did you make of that game? I just found there were some really strange plays coming out of the Manly camp. I just couldn't, put my, couldn't understand. Schuster makes a break. He runs three quarters of the field. The only person he's got with him is Brad Parker, who's probably the slowest centre in the NRL. He's got all the Panther speedsters on left and right and in front of him. And still decides to kick it on play one. Play one. That's, don't worry about anything else. It was play one. It was play one. And, of course, just gave the ball straight back to them. Because how was Brad Parker or Schuster, <laughs> who is probably the only person in the backs in who is fatter than Latrell Mitchell? How dare you? He's an $800,000 a year player. 
Is he? He's eight hundred thousand dollar a year. Sure stuff. Isn't he great? He's fantastic. Isn't he great? And I think it's just for that reason alone, Seabold's going. I can't possibly just put him into reserve grade because he's eight hundred thousand dollars. The steam that's How's coming off my dog shit in the backyard is smarter than he's. <laughs> How bad has he been He's playing as this dumb year? as dog shit. Is there really nobody that can take his place? Which dickhead at Manly goes, yeah, yeah, we can't afford to lose him. Give him 800. And earlier in the year, they were talking about moving him on. All of a sudden, he's cemented his spot. He goes missing for extended periods. You turn around and you go, who is the halfback today for me? Oh, it's dickhead. Is he playing? He is a shadow. He's nowhere to be seen. And somebody is paying him eight hundred thousand a year. Well, he hasn't. He hasn't shown amazing skill. Like he hasn't shown moments of brilliance. He won't even be back. Kieran Foran, as far as I'm concerned, is over the hill. But he would be a better option at five eight at Manly than this dickhead. Well, let's on th- a quarter of the money. It's interesting you say that. You put Kieran Foran in that team. Where are they at the moment? They're better than where the they eight, are. Absolutely. Making the eight closer. Not, I don't know about making, but they're a lot closer to the eight than they are now. Who milked Manly for that? It doesn't matter. Anyway, the guy was an abomination. That was play one. That was just absolutely ridiculous. Why they don't hook him when he starts doing things like that, I don't know. Who's the coach? Seabold. Another genius. He's a genius. What about, what about Ruben Garrett kicking it on the first? Well, that, that was crazy. They reckon you don't that, give the ball back to Penrith. You don't give the ball they back. They reckoned it was a planned play of some sort. But For how, how could it have been? Was it supposed to be a 2040? No. What it was supposed to be. They grabbed the ball on the 40 metre line. That was supposed to turn around the Penrith... I understand the theory behind it. He wanted to make him work, Bass. Turn a, around and make him work. A smart theory would be to fatigue the Penrith forwards. Penrith's attack is all... Their whole game plan is geared around their go forward. Get down quick, quick play the ball. Big boys like Isaiah O, uh, Leota, Fisher-Harris. You, hit you, the ball up, find your stomach, find your front. Quick play the ball, roll on, roll on. Liam Martin, roll on. Sorensen, roll on. So the idea from Manly to kick early and turn them around was clever. But you've got to chase the fucking kick. But it's got Jerry O should be kicking. Exactly, because he kicks it much <laughs> further. It and it's got to be more systematic. Do it time and time again. Don't wait until middle of the second half to start doing that. I mean, and wait all, for the fullback to be up in the line, not sitting back on half. The abomination for, the for Turuva to get that ball and run through 12 manly plays to score. It just made the whole thing so much worse. So they did some really weird things, and I don't f- fully understand it. Just some weird plays. And that's where I start to blame the, the coach. Because I think they've done some strange things that hasn't been knocked out of them. They haven't been taught not to do that. I reckon if you've got the right coach in there, they're drilled into, this is how you play. They did have the right coach. You've got to have it dumbed down for football players. Basically. And I reckon Schuster needs it dumbed down more than most. I want to ask you a question. Do you think Des Hasler feels still there? Do you reckon he'll put that bloke on $800,000 playing 5-8? I reckon if Des Hasler was there, he wouldn't be, Schuster wouldn't be playing in first grade. He would not be playing in first grade. Kieran Form will still be, as Bass said, will still be the 5-8. Kieran Foreman will still be place. the 5'8". So if you're talking about coaches, they did have a good coach. They sacked him. Now he's going to Gold Coast. 10 minutes to go. And I think it was forced because of due to injury, wasn't it, that uh, Jake Arthur came onto the field. Oh, huge injection. It was due to concussion protocols. The 18th man was activated. He was the 18th, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Jacob Arthur. Just an abomination. At this stage of the, game, of the year, they're showing that they simply don't have it. Manly are a victim of their fucking pride, right? And I'll tell you why. Cherry Evans should be moved on, million dollars a year. Tom Trebojevic should be offered a reduced contract or moved on, million dollars a year. Jake Trebojevic, million dollars a year 
for hit-ups and tackles. He doesn't break the line. Uh, granted, he's defensively, he's sound and he shuts up the middle. But when you're paying a bloke a million dollars a year, you want Payne Haas-like performances. You want him barnstorming, offloading, carrying players on his back. 100%. That's three blokes on three o- million Offloads, the lot. It's all got to be in there. Three players, a million bucks. Schuster, Schuster 800,000. 800, 3.8 million, four players. Four players. One's 34, one's injury prone. One now get into the game. Now you need to sign another 26 players with your remaining 8 million bucks. Manly are a victim of their fucking pride. Ola Kawatu would be on yeah, a pretty but this, this, But this is what I don't understand about, because, you know, don't forget, DC was one of the early, you know, long-term, high-paying contracts. And you, you just, you think, right, you're going to put someone like that in there. Apart from being a good player, it's got to be a game winner. And he, it, the game has to revolve around him because you are going to start reducing I'll, the amount of money that you got for other players. Mate, the other players must get really shitty when they look at the Pongas of the on world. The, but DC on the flip side, the world. on the flip side, how many quality halfbacks are out there? No, I get that. So when you have one, you need to sign them on a long-term deal. Same thing with the Dragons. We all scratch our heads about Ben Hunt, Ben Hunt, but what's the alternative, right? Here's the thing. The Bulldogs in the last three years have turned over nearly 70 players through their doors. It's crazy. Right? So they've bought the, the, the Crichtons. They've bought the players they've required, the fucking, you know, the kick-outs, the fucking... Oh, uh, wasn't he great on the weekend? <laughs> the Burtons. They've bought the fucking... Next year they've got... Liam Knight. The Addo Cars, so on and so Who's going to run that side around the park? They still don't have that person, do Toby, they? Toby Sexton. Well, they reckon it's Burton, about the seven. They've got to worry about the Knight too. But regardless... He's tried to run the side around the park on his own. He can't. So quality halfbacks aren't a dime a dozen. So when you get one like Cherry Evans, I understand the long-term contract. But you can't afford to also have an injury-prone fullback on your books at a million. He's never played a full season. In his entire career, Tommy Turbo has never played a full season. I think the maximum number of games he's played in a year is 15. Yeah, but he's played 55 over five years. Uh, It's such a shame because we love to see him. Footy players, footy fans... We want to but see as a there. business, K Roos, you're a businessman. 100% that Would best. you pay five years' worth of wages on potential that never gets realised? But let's have a look at the results. These guys have struggled to make the eight for how long? And, you know, he's one of their marquee players. He's not getting on the field. It's a big part of the formula that's simply gone missing. So I, I agree with you. I agree with you wholeheartedly. And one last thing on Manly. We all spoke about the knock-on, the Liam Martin knock-on into the fullback, and it was allowed to go. Where was the video referee? Every other day of the week that's called. The video referee couldn't tip that that was wrong. Or they chose not to. But, but, but our experience is that the video referees just getting involved in everything and really injecting themselves in way too much. It's you know slowing the, down the game. You, know, you, can't, you, you can't, know what the answer was on social media for that question? Everybody was asking why, why, why? And everybody got the answer is Penrith. The answer is Penrith. The answer. See, this is what the NRL can't escape. Fans aren't stupid. <laughs> They're picking it up. Pe- fans aren't stupid. When it's that blatantly fucking obvious, the haves and have-nots, the gets and the don't-gets... These guys get away with highway robbery. They get the calls. Their players push touch judges and get away with it. They didn't get a I fine. I don't understand why. Their players shoulder charge players get a fine. And, and the, the NRL recognises that the rugby league, the NRL is going to struggle if places like the Panthers don't keep producing Correct. young players. No, no. Because That's... the eastern suburbs is going to stay all going to get in their kiddies to play soccer because they're worried about head injuries and it's going to start filtering further and further out west. It is essential and no offence here, Penrith Panthers fans, but probably with every intention of being offensive, it is those people who come from that lower socioeconomic background, you know, who are looking for that a way out. That have the size and strength 
yep. that can take them to first grade. They're going to keep producing them. So they have to foster the game there. Correct. They have to keep everyone interested. Correct. For Panthers to be at the top of the pops is very much in the interest of the NRL. Correct. No doubt about 100%. it. 100%. And it's blatantly obvious. It's so obvious that it's fucking, it's embarrassing. I understand you want them to do well and you want to give them a leg up, but you can't let that go. You can't let that go. How many points can you give a person that's done a repeated offence three times? But it is heavily, you know, waiting. Would Victor Adley get three fines? The thing it's is, more likely get in twelve weeks. You can mask that. There's a way around saying the grading was this, and you know his record has been clean for six months. You can, ma- but a knock on into another player. Like on the weekend, there was a try that was disallowed because the ball came loose and touched another player. No try. This one was knocked on into another player. And back into his arms. And back into his arms and it was let go. And we all saw it again. So, I don't know what to say, man. Honestly, it's it's annoying. We're going over the same ground because it's just pathetic, isn't it? The Sharks bagged another bottom eight victory over the Titans, 36-6. 20 to 6 at half time, 7 tries to 1. Connor Tracy, I think, has been a good replacement for Will Kennedy, fullback. I think he's performing quite well. I think Trindle's been doing really good in place of Matt Moylan. Is Moylan injured or just been dropped? Didn't he play on the weekend? He's dropped. No, no, it wasn't him. Okay. It's Trindle. And I've got to say, that combination's working. So let's hope that they take that into these last three games. The I thought finals. the highlight of that game was the wedding proposal that uh, the halfback for the Sharks received. Go Hines. Nico, Nico Hines. Hines received a wedding proposal. Yeah, there was a sign in the front uh, of the grand, of the you know of the stadium. Will a lady goes, Nico, will you marry me? And my husband approves. So Did he say yes? Oh, I don't know. Ooh, I love a wedding. <laughs> love a wedding, all right. Especially when the husband wants to watch. <laughs> It's the highlight of the fucking round. There's nothing uh, else good to talk about, yeah, let me tell you. Only in Cronulla. The Broncos laid waste to the Eels at the Gabba. 54 points to 10. Hello, George. George. <laughs> George, if you're listening, we've tried to reach out to you during the week. Like, you got home just against the Dragons last week and you were puffing your ab. Single? Single your, ab? Yeah, single ab. Sorry, your keg. His bulbous ab. You, you puffed that out, all of it. The last time he had abs was 1986, George. Was it really? Yeah. So he hasn't seen his dicks since 1986. Which George are we talking about? He's um, <laughs> a friend of the podcast and a Parramatta supporter. and um, He likes to give it. but He know, likes to give it. But when, it. when Parramatta get their asses handed to them on a... Tony Hayek, are you happy this week, Tony? <laughs> he goes missing in action. Cousin Al's a Parramatta supporter. Cousin Al is. How's he going? Is he a bit upset at the yeah, moment? He's resigned. He's like bull. He's also resigned to the fact that... Chara. <laughs> Okay, 24 nil at halftime, and they won nine tries to two in the end. It took 63 minutes for the Eels to get across the line. In fairness, I think Mitchell Moses suffered his injury in the around the first 10 minutes. And he Five played minutes. the first the whole and half. And he played the entire half. Hats off. Hats off, yeah. Thoughts and prayers, but didn't make it back in the second half. If that was a grand final, he might have got a Clive Churchill, but only Sam Burgess gets those. Let me just say... Chris has had a go at our coach a couple of times this year and a few people asked me the question on the weekend, your coach. And I'm thinking, if you can question the position of a three-time premiership winning coach over the space of 10 years, that's three premierships in 10 years. So effectively, three and a third years, he's won a premiership every three and a third year on average. And we're questioning his position as the Roosters coach. What the fuck has Brad Arthur accomplished in Parramatta? Well, Nothing. I've questioned that too. Don't get me wrong. I'm not questioning the fact that he's a first-grade coach. Anybody who coaches first-grade has the ability. And again, I'm going to go to prove to you later in our podcast why your theory on the coach never works, and I'll show you why. Tim Sheens has the ability. But Brad Arthur, 10 years, nothing. 
made one grand final. Didn't they just resign him? They just resigned him. On the back of what? They're currently in 10th spot and they're looking at going out in straight sets because Mitchell Moses is now They're gone. not going to make the finals. So they won't even get... It no looks like they it. won't make the finals They won't make the year. finals. Now, for the Eels fans, I'm assuming that's unacceptable. What did we say in the first podcast this year when we asked about the eight and who's going to make the grand final stuff? And I said to you, the premiership window's closed. Yeah, they lost a lot of How personnel. How well it truly is They lost closed. a lot of personnel, man. They lost quality personnel. So I know. We still expected them to make the eight, but that was because they, they made the grand final last year. They yeah. lost. We still expected them to be in the how eight. Do you, how do you lose Reed Marnie and replace him Fighting with Josh Fighting for the Hobson? top four again. How is that any better? They medically retired Reed Marnie wasn't the best, but he's how do been you... Medically so retired. he's played three weeks at Parramatta. Parramatta medically retired him. So by he was already medically retired before he got there. By being medically retired, knew. that opens. No, up. he wasn't. Me- he was in a coma before he got there. <laughs> what do you mean he got medically? He was in a coma before he got he there. Never. He should never ever got another. You can't contract. lose Papali, Reed Money, Nakora, Nakora. Yeah, Nakora has been huge this yeah. year. Sean Lane's been injured all year. Yeah. Like Reed Money. I don't rate Reed Money. No, no, I'm not. I'm, stop, uh, stop calling no, no, his but, name out. No, no, I say that too, but I'm, <laughs> you've, but I'm seen, you've, seen, you've seen what he's dished out at the Bulldogs, no, I love that. You? I love this. Oh, he's been a real yeah. objection awesome. there. Yeah, he's very good at diving over a, a player that scored late with knees. Jake Arthur-esque. He's very good at arguing with the ref. Oh, absolutely. Bulldogs, congratulations on a great purchase. I would take... Jeremy Marshall king back at the Bulldogs over him though. every day of the fucking week. Yeah, and what a year, every he, day what of the a year week. he's had, though. Yeah. I believe. So, anyway, what a terrible time of the year for these guys to start falling on their sword. They're doing pretty much what the Sharks did last year. Broncos. Broncos, my apologies. So, they just sort of played themselves out of contention. Absolutely. And uh, it's been embarrassing. Regardless of the losses they've asked, they've still got a team on paper that should be in their top eight. No, no. They've got a gun forward pack. Their, their pack of forwards is okay if they're all fitting on the field. Who are their centres? Penasini. That's the thing, though, Bass. I don't mind Penasini. Okay, I just don't think but is he a premiership winner? How many tries has Penasini scored this year? Has, has Parramatta ever had good centers? Yeah, they did. Once upon a time, they had good centers. They did. <laughs> I think Sean Russell's been playing this year, but he's been injured, been playing Who are their a bit wounded. Siva. He's not. He's injured. And uh, Simon, Simonson. Yeah, again. Is so, he the other winger? Who? Simonson? I yeah. think Simonson's been playing in the centers. He's in the centers. So, and the other one is... <laughs> Please kick to me because I can't catch. The guy that we used to laugh at and we're thinking, why wasn't he bombed all day at the grand final last year of Penrith? Wanga Blake. Wanga Blake. <laughs> like, <laughs> see, did, did he play on the weekend? They've, they've had to bring him oh, back the last I couple t- of weeks. I tell you what, if he's been playing, he's been playing so ordinary I haven't even noticed So him. what I'm trying to say to you is, <laughs> Parramatta, good fullback, great 5'8 and halfback. I think the fullback's starting to be slow too. He's slowing he's down. He's slowing down. So Parramatta's premiership window yeah, closed. Yeah, that's why he's tripping the ball But it didn't bit. close with a soft closer. It fucking slammed shut. Oh, yeah, that's slammed right. Slammed shut. Yeah, so, absolutely. Anyway, commiserations, thoughts and prayers to the Eels. Good luck to you, Sharks. As you said, Bass and I are counting on you yeah. in this run home. The mighty, mighty Rabbits beat the Dragons 26-14 in Cairns, 8-4 at halftime, four tries to three in the end. JD said he doesn't mind if Souths win ugly, and he got his wish on the weekend. I know the controversy is JD, about the try. JD should, should be lucky. JD should say is, is, is that the controversy that was, ugly. was... Is that what he said, ugly? Isaiah Tass... Tugged on a jersey in a try-scoring situation. There was another one of those. Don't worry about it. I know that. No, that, that one came first. He can't sin bin the Dragons player if he didn't sin bin the South player. So don't try and fucking justify it with what happened later. I'm just saying, it cancelled each other out. No, it didn't cancel it each did. other. It was forced to cancel each other out. And it worked in South's favour. It didn't work in the Dragons. It worked in your favour, K-Roos. With all due respect. 
because yours happened first. The other one cancelled it out for you guys to make it look better for you. But Isaiah Tass they blew up when that happened. Dragged a player back by the jersey in a try scoring situation. Let go. That's a try. Don't and, understand. And there was that's fair enough. I'm not saying. Don't get me wrong. You take the win. We all we would all take the win. But we're gonna call a spade a spade of this podcast. We're gonna do it. There was a lot of drop ball. When we're talking about no, no, South. Why? I do it with my club. Yeah. I do it with keep, my club. Keep going. Keep going. South, South Sydney drop just as much ball as we did. That, absolutely. So and for more. the sake of you saying As much more. Do what our completion rate was yeah. in the end? I mean I mean the only thing I want to Why your completion rate was fantastic. Are you fucking serious? Your fucking captain, fat boy, got in the, on the microphone at the end of the game it and he goes, happy. it wasn't pretty, but our, we completed it well. Did that's we? what, that's what he said. Well? It shows how fucking dumb he we is. We went half time with a 71% completion rate. Half time, 71% completion rate, which was terrible. Obviously and I watched it just tick down. Obviously your completion rate was terrible. But your fullback thought you, you completed well. Anyway. Listen, listen, I'm going to add three plays in our side if they were available. That would have probably made a difference to that game. It would have. It right. would have been Jack DeBellin, Zach Lomax, and Jack Bird. Those three guys, because Jack DeBellin... Hey, hey, hey. No, no. Sewer. Yeah, Sewer. I know, oh, but I'm not counting. But I'm talking about DeBellin. He works in the middle. Zach Lomax on the, on the edges has been killing it. And Bird's just a grub. So we needed someone just to watch it. We had kids. We had no one to physically bully you guys. Because they were kids. They didn't know how to. And Jack Bird does that. Lomax fucking head slam does that. You know, gets him on the what's the name. And the Bellin does that. Unfortunately, we didn't have any of that. But that's the thing. And we've been doing our goal kicking duties. Everyone agrees that that was a disturbing game for South. Even though we won, we beat a team that's coming second last. And there's nothing convincing about the win. It's a well, terrible look for us. There was well, the, the last three. You, you, I've got, been happy you got the rails run. You got a lot of assistance on the way. That's the that's the annoying part. You played ugly, so did the Dragons, but the better side got robbed. The Dragons were a little you bit better than you guys. Two weeks in a row. Because for a side that's coming second last in the comp, I'm going to give you a start. Two weeks in a row, okay, we never got a penalty in the second half. From param- one from the 29th minute in Parramatta and on the weekend, the last 40. Didn't get one penalty in two games, second half. Work that out. And this is why I'm extremely And we've been in front in, in one game. game. against the Knights. We were in front in one game, we only six behind in, one, in, in, the, in the other, and we, and we lost both games. And we so, didn't get a penalty. Yeah. Here's the thing for me. It can't be that bad. There's stuff that's inexcusable, all right? Okay, you set the precedence. There's Jersey Tuggy, let it go. Cody Walker does a hip drop. He puts it on report. If there was an injury, he would have gone to the bin. So now we're penalising on, on how severe the injury is. Number two. Cody Walker in that entire game held on in the ruck ad nauseum. I bet you were scratching your head thinking, get off, you idiot. Stop it, you idiot. We can't afford a penalty, you idiot. But he did it and he was allowed to do it. But you know what's worse about Cody Walker? He when seemed he does really that? out of sorts you know what he does? as well. You know when he does that? He looks at the referee. Yeah. He looks at the referee and like, are you going to penalise me? Uh, no, 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 no. Are you going to penalise no, me doesn't or look not? At, no, no, no. He looks at the referee to say to him, it's me. Don't you fucking dare penalise me. Don't you dare. Because I want you to vote yes. Let me tell you something. <laughs> it's fucking annoying. Fuck. And then the offside call. That Not only were was Latrell offside, so was Cody. So the guy who caught the bomb was offside. The guy who passed the ball to him to score the try. And the commentary team, they both said, the only person onside... Campbell Graham. And he's the only smart one in that yeah. side. But there was, <laughs> all the other dumb fucks. There was, the team of dumb there was fucks. two guys inside the 10 too. Yeah. So irrespective talent. of the try... The guys that were all in front of the kicker were in and around the play. It should have been a no try. You know, my theory was on that one. Johnny. My theory was that it was such a spectacular looking try. That they, they let it go. They needed it to be a try so that it could be used no. in promos. No, it wasn't for years. that. Johnny, how could you deny Souths on their tour around the country? Yeah. I'll sum it up. That's right. For a team, for a team, for a team when, you're, when you're low, it's actually deflating. And I was actually just laughing. 
because you just know, and it's very obvious, you're just not going to get the leg up. And your team keeps going forward, and we can't get anything. And then it's just, it's deflating. It's deflating. Right. And Chris, I and, can and, see it and in you your give body up. language. You give up. Like, you just give up. If you're frustrated as a fan, imagine the players. Mate, they like, are frustrated because the there's coach... There's two sides here, Riff. Because the coach sits there and legitimately tells the, the, the media... The players that are dejected inside, they're, they're actually because they've, you know, when you've been dudded the call and everything, the co- what's the coach going to say to a bunch of players that have been dudded? What, what's he going to say to them? And when they ask him, oh, do you know what happened? Like, what are you going to say to your players? You can't say nothing. You know, if a player turned around and said to a fucking ref, you're a dumb cunt. <laughs> like, you are a dope. He'll be sent How off. the hell could you let that go? He'll be sent off. Right? And with all due respect, it's gotten to a stage where a referee needs to be told. You know what? Since when tell you us. defend the indefensible and you protect... The, the person responsible, there's no liability. There's no ramifications. That's, that's what I was essentially saying earlier on, though, Bass. They're not opening themselves up for criticism, so therefore they're holier than thou. They're not doing anything wrong, but they clearly are doing something wrong. Look, and I agree destroying with you, the fabric of the it, game. It was ordinary, and I actually did say, I've got the mark here, you're the better team on the day, you're playing good footy. And I thought the last couple of weeks you actually played some good footy. Yeah, we haven't got the polish. And we you got, got ripped polish. off. There's no doubt about it. And, and that must be disappointing. But, you know, for the rest of us, we're just, you know, we're just thinking, well, coming second last, I'm going to take the win. You know, and that, that was my way I thought. I just thought, I'm going to take the win because we are. need to. Yep. But I'll also sit back and go, well, the problem is it's really disturbing because we almost got done again by you guys. The team that's coming second last, we, we did get the leg up and it's a bad look going into do, this. We play the Newcastle Knights this weekend. Off the back of that performance, we're getting done. Yep. Do you no, no, don't worry about the back do of the think, performance. Let you, me ask a question. Do you, hey, on, do you think we're, we've been a better side than the Bulldogs? Yes, well, I do. Well, I actually do. Well, they're above us on 20, and they're on minus 297. Yeah, I know. It's rubbish. So those calls, where we position on ladder, don't reflect what kind of year we've had. And the Bulldogs are, are disastrous, and they're on top of us by four points. Here's the question. And we're only four points away and from they the also, They got beaten you by big score lines. You guys were really in the fight in a lot of these games that you lost. We've lost, hey, oh, we've lost seven games by six or less, and three by two. Yeah, see that that's, that says that's a lot. That's sixteen points. I know. Twenty points. Unfortunately, they're two points you never got. That's correct. Each and every of those. Times. I understand that. Here's my conspiracy theory for you for this week, Harris. <laughs> by all rights, uh, Souths and uh, Newcastle this week. Yeah, who's the informed side out of those two? Newcastle. Newcastle have won six in a row. Souths have lost more than they've won the last six weeks. Yeah. By rights, if any referee going into that game with a preconceived concept of who should win, it should be. It should be Newcastle. And Newcastle should get the. Rubber the green. And the, and the 50-50 and calls. It's a, yeah. it's Let's see if that happens this week. I guarantee you, South will get every fucking call this week to show oh. you that the NRL want you in the eighth. Fuck, I hope so, Bass. Yeah, no, I'm saying to you. Because we need watch, it. But watch and we see. We really need you it. Know, you watch and but see. But can I ask you this, then? Why have we still got the better odds going into this game? How? Do because you know they heard? know you're going to win. Do you know what I heard the other day? And they can't afford to lose it <laughs> in the gambling circuit. Since <laughs> round 12 till now, before our game, you, you, you guys only won two games. Yeah, it's been pitiful. Everyone's been waiting for us to wake up. Everyone thought that the moment Mitchell, you know Mitchell that? came back... There are one-trick pony. That's but it, we're you know ready that? to go. Yeah. No, I didn't know that, but there are one-trick yeah. pony. Anyway, so, two games so anyway, Latrell's back and we're still not playing good footy. One last thing on this game before we move Man, on. Man, we've got to move know, on. But yeah. one last thing. Alex Johnson, by all rights, is going to break the try-scoring record. He is. Yeah. He's going to be the leading try-scorer in the history of the what, game. What a legend. No doubt. <laughs> the only time his name will ever be fucking remembered is when we say, who's the leading all-time scorer? Yeah? He's about to overtake Billy Slater. Billy Slater, multiple grand final winner, future immortal, probably arguably the greatest fullback that ever played. And for Queensland. Right now, probably... Changed the game. Probably right. He did change the way a fullback plays the game. 
He's about to probably go down in history as one of the greatest Queensland coaches the way he's going. And he's going to be Overta- over, overtaken by, at best, an average winger. At best. Well, Alex Johnson's got an average winger. 200 tries Say untouched, what you like. Untouched. Say what you like. He scored two tries on the weekend untouched again. Untouched. Yeah. Right? He's about to be the second all-time, by the end of this year, try scorer in the history of it, to overtake a future immortal as an average winger. I know, but there's there's different ways of scoring a try. Billy Slater did a lot of that on his own. We get it. I would take a hundred of Billy Slater's try over four hundred. You know, of well, fucking Alex I understand Johnson's. that as well. But still, a, a great number. He's still been a great player, and a good service. No, no, don't take. Ah, that is a long fucking bow you draw. Hey, a, hey, great, uh, a great player. Guys like, guys you like, had him out the door a couple of years ago. We fought for him. We got rid of Reynolds instead. Smart no. <laughs> guys like Zelesniak, <laughs> Ravioli, Tupo, one on one. Don't score. Don't score any day of the week. I'll take Alex them. Johnston. If he does ex- exactly what I just named, Neil, he'll get thrown in the sideline. No problem. Can I, can I just? Say that thrown, I, okay. He'll get thrown over. I, I agree that you know the numbers are skewed in his favour, and it's if you're going to compare apples with apples, Slater every day of the week, he's going to be a future mortal. Let's face it. That's why I see Slater. He changed the way that fullbacks fullback these days. Right? Absolutely. There's no doubt about it. Absolutely. But you still, I will still have him in my team. I still think. He is a great player because when he's there, we still win games. He knows where to be. Just because he falls over the line doesn't mean that he doesn't know where to be to catch the ball. Really important part of Ooh, being yes, a winger. Back. Absolutely. Bass, his service yeah, to absolutely. our the, game. And Mark he, Nichols but could score I disagree with yeah, that. I disagree off. a lot of wingers would not off. have put him in the same position, the same bloke. team. They wouldn't have done it. There's only one bloke he's in the right place at the right time, and he's been a great reason that Souths have had When success. he was injured, whoever replaced him on that wing scored exactly the same fucking tries. There's only one bloke. Exactly the same fucking tries. I hope you're not listening, Alex, because you are a great player. No, there's only an one bloke that's listening. It's a big O that would agree with you. Right? So the big O... So the big O, if you want Alex Johnson in your team, then you can give Souths Dominic Young or Tupo. Bass, do you agree with that? He won't take him. Who, who Look, won't take him? Uh, the big O won't take him. He won't he take won't, him? He will not take Alex Johnson over we, Tupo or... Well, he thinks he's a great player. No, he doesn't think he's a great player. He goes, oh, Bass. Oh, he, okay, we're hating enough. We've got to move on. Fuckers. Enough, Alex Johnson hating. <laughs> oh, my God. The West Tigers were beaten in Hamilton in a home game against the Warriors. The Warriors won 30 points to 22. 16-12 at halftime, five tries to four. Actually, a close one. And i got to wonder, had they played at Leichhardt, would it have been a different outcome? I told Not you. Not really. Reserve your judgment on the Warriors. <laughs> I know they're in the four, but limping across the line against the 12-man Titans side, limping across the line at home against the Tigers. They're also one of the teams in, you know how you said we've only won two games in the last 12 games? Yep. One of them was against the Warriors. Don't um, be so sure. Which they could have lost. They could which... go out in straight sets in the finals and you wouldn't be shocked if that well, happened. You know, this is the thing. We need to see whether they've got the muscle. They're talking the talk. Let's see if they're walking the walk. I like them though and I've still, I'm still got hope for these guys. I think they've still got a few to come the, back to. The highlight of the round this year, this week, the, the big thing in the round was the raised elbows. Yeah, how many did we see? Yeah, fucking Every week. Time. You know, Every game. Ever since Tino started bringing him out of the woodwork. Did what? Is it Egan that got done in the throat? Egan. Yeah. He went to hospital, but. He looked straight, unwell. Like he got him. He wasn't, he wasn't bad. copped but he, one. But he, got, he, went, he went bad straight to the Our throat. player, Billy Smith, raised. Well, he didn't raise it. He just put it out in front of him. And Nicarima uh, Nicarima's that four foot off the ground only. It was going to hit him in the head. <laughs> well, he just went like that. His head's there. Like, I mean. Well, well, let's, we've all said the ball carrier is allowed to brace himself for impact. Have we not? But you know, Billy Smith just put his arm out bass. just to brace himself. Do you no, know no, what? Who, who, who did he hit? Nicarima. Do you know why we raised our eyebrows about it? Because the officials don't know. When they see something, they're confusing us. So we think it's nothing. 
But then they, they'll send someone off for something less and they put him in the bin. And something worse, they don't go in the bin. So they're confusing us. Like, well, let's talk we all about think that it's game. not that bad. Let's finish up with the sun. Just quickly, give Sean Johnson the Dally M now. I think he's got it at home and hose. The Roosters beat the Dolphins at the SFS 30 points to 14. Dolphins are up 8 6 at half time, and the Roosters won five tries to two in the end. Quite convincing. Raystone binned in the 47th minute for a high shot on Hutchison. Disagree. Hutchison. Disagree. Again, he got came... fined. He got fined today. Who? Stone. Yeah, but still, I disagree with the sim bidding. He should have been sim bid. And that, that's that's a classic it takes two to tango. Yeah. And that was well, simply, yeah, as, but we just find your three K. Almost as much 3K. as Hutchison's why, fault. Why was it? Wasn't Hutchison's fault? He was tackled around the legs. No, he fell. But again, you go back to my F one analogy. Let's just call it a racing incident. That's what it was. Simply a racing incident. Move on. Correct. Anyway, Drew Hutchison uh, and Billy Smith, the unlikely heroes of the game, they played fucking well, Baz. Mate, let me tell you something. Billy Smith, Chris said to me a while ago, why have you persisted with this kid? Why? I think he's played like uh, 10 games in four years. Four years. He twice in preseason did his knee, and once, I think, second game back did his knee. So he's done his knee three times. But the last couple of weeks, absolutely, you've seen why we've persisted with him. He's a big unit. I've, I've seen him stand next to Daniel Tupo and they're not fucking far off each other. That's always the yards. He always shocks you when you see certain players fucking, stand next to others. Because, like, the Tupo is referred to as the giraffe. Yeah. And we know he's tall. He's Smith's a, big, a solid unit. He's, he's a got solid that unit. Yeah. So, like, with Smith, you're not paying big dollars for a centre like that. The club has shown faith in you and held on to you and we couldn't let go. So, he's going to be happy with a decent contract to stay there. you got Manu in the other centre. There's your centre problems fixed up. I'm going to give it to. Swalee the last couple of weeks too. I know we've said cut our losses and run and fuck him off and everything, but we all said wing yeah. is his position. Just jump for the ball. The coach bit his pride in the ass and put him back on the wing. He's grown a leg. Like, and Kiri kicking for him, getting it right on the right spot. Not to bat it back. These idiots that kick it two, three metres away so you can bat it back and can fall anywhere. It's a lottery. It's one metre off the line. If you catch it and land, you could easily get to the try line. As long as you got that weapon, though, in your arsenal, but Robbo, he's but that Robbo, weapon. Yeah, Robbo's got one, one in Tupo. Like, I don't understand why you wouldn't put him the whole year there. And not he's just so, that. So you, you, you moved, why have one when you, you got moved two? Joseph Manu to 5'8". Five five you tried to strengthen a weakness and you weakened the strength. Drew Hutchison more than showed that he could play halfback. Shakespeare would have Ooh. loved that line. Love that, yeah. Joey Manu went to 5'8 and Drew Hutchison went to centre. Centre. So what a fucking schmozzle. And I said to you, I called our coach out. I said, rookie errors, bite your pride in the ass and play the players in their rifle position. Drew Hutchison was a fucking monster. God, and we've seen what Cleary does as a unit, as a halfback. It's, it's devastating. He's big. Because mate, he's bigger. We already know he's got the defence as well, you know. He's got great defence capabilities. And, and he showed us on the weekend this, he's got excellent ball handling and smarts. And this Sandon Smith... Kicked a beautiful 40-20 out of fucking dummy half. He's been playing more minutes at hooker than fucking... I think he'll be starting. And, 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 and to be honest, I think Brendan Smith will be on the way out. Yeah, and look, and these are I some changes the that out, I've just been surprised by. And I tell you what, the Roosters will look, look to cut their losses and run with Brendan Smith. So if Sam Walker comes back, what do you do with Drew Hutchison and Sam Smith? I mean, Nick Politis is happy to pay you good money, but if you're not going to give a return on investment, he doesn't wait. He's going to fucking look to move him on quick. Well, let's see what uh, differences that makes to your run I think we'll be better at a better, different club. Kiri played his 200th NRL game, Thank almost you. didn't complete the game. Did you see the, the hit Kafusi put on him? He almost folded him in half. I thought the whiplash was going to take him out. Was it a late hit? No, actually, it wasn't a late hit. Surprising for Kafusi. He actually had the ball. He tackled him with the ball. So it wasn't late. <laughs> no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call that did late. He, did he have the ball? Yeah, he still had it's the ball. It's still late from Kafusi. <laughs> 
But it was a hard hit, man. Honestly, he went down, and I thought with his prize. You know what was a hard hit? I thought he was going to stay that down. That hit, that kick out, put on um, uh, Phoenix. It was Crossland, was it? Yeah. Oh, what? Didn't have time to react. It was the one good thing he did in that game. I tell you what, they thought it was a calling to church at Rome. They all started to oh, make absolutely. their way to the Vatican. It was a bell yeah, he ringer. He was hurt too. It, it was, was a really bell hurt. ringer. That's all he's good for, though. Just doing a dog and a grub act. I just, he was terrible on the weekend. The Dolphins also have only won two games in the last 11. So, I mean, that's pretty much where we're I at did at say, the moment. I did say to you, once the dust settles of the euphoria of the first couple of rounds, you're gonna, they're going to find their rightful they don't have place. The depth. The, that's our record at the moment. We're just as bad. Anyway, we've got to move on. The Melbourne Storm demolished the Raiders at a terrible time of the year. 48 points to 2. 20 to 2 at halftime and 9 tries to Zippo in the end. Embarrassing. Two sin bins for the Raiders. Jordan Rappiner, surprise, surprise, in the 70th minute for a professional foul. And uh, Matthew Tomoko in the 78th for a dangerous contact. He stuck his leg out when Raymond Smith was about to score because he fell over. He tripped, he tripped he him tripped over. Him. He kicked yeah. him in the shin. And, the and then he got up. And then he and got there was, up, there was he got no up. on report, nothing. Nothing. He didn't put him on report. You know but what I love I just love Ricky Short in the, in the press uh, conference for sooking it again. You know, he's got I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. So when you win by forward passes, you turn up. When you win, when you get forward passes, go your way, you turn up. I agree. He knew he'd won and, you know, the, the other side was dudded. But he still turns up to the press conference. He's happy. You don't he's mind jovial. turning up for that one. He's quite chatty at that point. And here's the thing. Fuck you, Craig Bellamy, you piece of shit. Right? He listens to the show. Back. Yeah. 48. Shot a goal to make a 50. You let your center who's never had a shot at goal take a kick a goal. I think he was playing um, his 100th game. Or I don't care what it was. <laughs> it was 50. Oh, no. I agree. Against Ricky Stewart, fifty. He was, that he, was dumb. He, he had some some milestone. They gave it to him to kick. And I'm thinking, <sighs> why is he kicking for this bloke? Fuck me. Fuck, he just missed it too. 50. Yeah. Um, it should have been 50. Would have been Ricky nice. Stewart might have Jared Croker up. announced his retirement. I was really happy with that guy. I thought he was sensational as, as far he as can, his career goes. He can hold his head high. He really he can. certainly can hold his head high. He absolutely I can. I heard someone talking about him. He's not one of the greats. And I'm going, well, you know what? What, what does it take? You know, he's just he a was loyal bloke. He hang was on. such an important part of that team. No, he, he wasn't so one of the greats. He, he wasn't. No, but, I know. But... He was a great clubman. Nick Meany had an incredible game. He had a try, two tries, six, around for 171 metres, 10 tackle breaks. Looks like Pappenhausen's coming back soon. So what do they do? Pappen's played 80 minutes on the weekend. I think he scored two tries, set up two, and I think he ran for 170 or something metres. Well, what do you do with Meany? You can't just so, get rid of that. So, so he's but back. Pap's so, is clean and refreshed. <laughs> so he played 40 minutes. <laughs> Fuck, I just hope he doesn't come back this week. <laughs> The Papsmere. Oh, wow. Jesus Christ. Just, yeah, that'd be amazing. Just, just one no, more week, Craig. One more worry. week. They just beat the Tigers the week before, 22-18. They lost to the Knights the week before that, 28-6. Beaten by the Warriors the week before that, just by one point. They beat the Dragons, 36-26. So you guys certainly scored, put some points on them. Are these guys... Pretenders. They're the pretenders. They're they're, they're, but they're, 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 the, they're doing the Broncos. They clearly are they're doing, not doing the Broncos. Nothing. They are a very grubby team when they're down two. Oh, don't Did they Keep just. an eye on Horsburgh. Did you see him yesterday Hudson fly out of, the round, out of the line again? Horsburgh. Yeah, Horsburgh. Three times. Hudson Young. Did you see that? Tarpany. Yeah. Rapana. There's quite a few grubs. No, not Rapana. Surely. <laughs> no, he's a good bloke. He's a good clubber. <laughs> Maybe I've got the wrong bloke. They're a team of grubs when they're down. And even Jack Wyden resorts to grubbery when they're down. Oh, he had a terrible how game. How shit is he been? The myth. Thank God Honestly, he's Honestly, I can't wait for him to arrive. Please. Can you imagine that show next year? Latrell Mitchell and Jack Wyden and Katie Walker. What a great TV show that's going to be. I can't wait for that one. It's they should do, they should, uh, Fox, uh, it's the Fox should do that one. Anyway, the Knights beat the Bulldogs 42 points to 6. 30 nil at halftime. Seven tries to one. Two sin bins again in this game. Harrison Edwards, 15th minute. Jacob Preston, 
23rd minute for a hip drop on Hastings. So the dogs were actually down to 11 men for a period of about two minutes. Casey Badger did a top job. She wanted to make sure she put two people in the bin. Yeah. She wanted to make sure. What was the final score here? Something crazy. Hold on. It's 30 42, 42 to 6, wasn't it? 42 to 6. 42-6. Add it to 66-0 five weeks earlier, same team. Yeah. Yeah, 100 plus points to six. Where are they at? I need you to explain something to me. 2022. How, yeah, before you start, how many times did you get to play in this year? Once. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Where's your double double dipping? Correct. Yeah. The Roosters get the top eight sides twice every year without fail. Yeah, yeah. Penrith, on the other hand. Cronulla, on the other hand. Oh, Cronulla. Anyway. Dragons, on the other hand. Oh, Here's I wish. This. 2022. In all the major stats, points scored, points conceded, line breaks conceded, tackle missed. The Bulldogs were 11th in all those categories. 11th. This year, they are last in every single one of those categories. So they've gone backwards under Phil Gould and Cameron Sheraldo. Yesterday was their best side on paper on the park. Their best side on paper available to me on the field, right? They got trounced by Newcastle. Here's the thing. How did Josh Adokar play Origin this year? How? Because Brandy and Freddie succumbed to public pressure because he wasn't chosen the year before. He's had a worse year this year than the year that he wasn't chosen, so you chose him in the year that he was shit. That makes no sense. How? Right? Now, I said this before, I'm going to say it again. Dr. Tony Hayek is a, will put up with it because he can see the bigger picture and he's a patient man. The majority of Bulldogs fans, and when I say the majority, I mean 99.999999% are not patient. Not since 2004 have they won a premiership, and not since Des Hasler, they saw the back of Hasler, they played finals footy, right? As badly as they all hated Des Hasler, he took them to two grand finals. You got him there. Right? It's bizarre. So okay. bizarre. I'll do with that. I'll take that any day. Right? So here we are now under Gus Gould, and supposedly the greatest up-and-coming coach the NRL has in its fucking uh, in its pipeline in Cameron Sorraldo. The Bulldogs have gone backwards. Yeah, exactly. Basper, I was just trying to say, like, as a coach, and I know you keep saying, pl- like, plays that, but what I'm trying to say with the Bulldogs, what's he showing to the fans? You just, like, as a fan, you want to see a bit of sign of, like, improvement, but you just named everything. They're coming last. Yeah. So what, what, uh, that's why I've asked you, what has he improved in them? Like, what's, they've he, what's paid, he doing? They've paid overs for rubbish. What's he doing? And next year they're paying overs for more rubbish because they don't have a halfback. Whatever they compile is not going to be able to be run around the park without the orchestrator, right? Yeah, but with all due respect, Cameron's brother can sit there and talk rubbish of how great everything and everything is. And it's, not talk. Cam- it's not Cameron's No, brother. no, but, but if it's not getting applied on the field, then what's going on? That explains why they're not scoring points, but they're still conceding a shitload. They've got Villiamo kick going. They've got Luke Thompson was back. Addo Carr, Pangai Jr., Reed Marnie, Matt Pangai Burton. Jr., don't get me started on that fucking guy. Karaz. These are named players, and they're all players individually who people actually should rate. Is, is Jacob Carrera really a centre, or he needs to be back on the wing? Because that other winger had a shock yesterday too. They don't, have anybody, to, they don't have anybody to play centre. I'd put Carrera at fullback. I, like, I don't I'd put him at fullback. Here's the thing. Okay, Ruth, just one last thing. All right? The Bulldogs are a basket case. And again, I'm, I'm not going to blame the coach. It's the actual playing group. Right. So how do they fix the next year Here's with Blake Tough? Here's the thing. Right? You, you, you're always the one that will go, the coach, the coach, the coach. Newcastle, when the Titans coach was sacked, we all said, Newcastle's coach will be the next one gone, correct? Yeah. Right now, he's the form coach in the club. He's rallied. So in the last six weeks, he's become a top coach. 
So in the last six weeks, we had him gone because he's a fucking useless piece of shit. Six weeks later, what a gun coach. Is that the case? <laughs> but what happened? His players have finally said, you know what? It's us. It stops and starts with us. You know what? Players need to take ownership and they need to take responsibility. Do you know what every player should be on? A two-year deal. When you become a first-grade player, you know how to pass, you know how to tackle. That's why you're there. You, you know how to follow instruction. That's why you've made first grade. That's why you're there. So all the coach has to do is say, this is the game plan. Listen to the calls from your halfback. When the fullback chimes in, you stay out of the... Like Craig Bellamy, sorry, he's not a fucking gun coach. When you've got Slater, Kronk, Inglis, Falau, Cameron Smith, blah, 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 blah. You say when they call the ball, you get the fuck out of the way. That's all you say as a coach. So now let's take Cameron Sheraldo from the Bulldogs who are a fucking basket case. Give him the Penrith Panthers. Give him the Penrith Panthers side today, which he pretty much put together himself. They're all the juniors that he but brought. But how are they going to get better next year with Crichton and Taff and the other? Then answer my question before you move on. No, I don't know. Yeah, probably no, the big one for me, Bass. Yeah, probably, I, probably, probably. But that's what I said to you before the podcast. So don't blame the coach. No, look, that's why I say to you. Yeah, but I'd love to we're quick Rob- to blame the coach. I'd love to see uh, Trent Robertson coach the Tigers and Craig Bellamy coach the Dragons. You know why we're quick to blame the coach? Because the player that we're paying a million and eight hundred and five five fifty and seven fifty and we don't want to hurt their ego. We don't want to say, we're paying you a shitload of money, you underperforming piece of shit. But that's where, your f- that's where I find it really difficult, Bass. I think you're, you're a first-grade player. You remember what it was like when we played footy. We gave everything, and we just played for the university. And when somebody let the side down, we fucking told him. We gave it everything. We left nothing out on the field. Fucking we came earth. back, and we made it. If there was ever a day when I didn't have something, if I wasn't limping, I felt like I didn't play. Can I ask you a question? Were we the, were we the most talented football side? Hardly. Were we... The most gifted football team. Well, right? between both we, of we you. had players called Krusty the Clown. Right? No, no. Yeah. no. We're but, talking about... Between both of you. What did we have that no other side had? We just had... What is it? Heart mongrel. and mongrel. Mongrel. Yeah. Fuck That's yeah. the word. Heart and mongrel. But because see, let me tell you thing, something. Though, if somebody touched Johnny, I took it personally. I fucking took it personally. If anybody had a fucking go at any one of our players, if somebody pulled off a big hit on one of our players, we all looked at each other. We said, he's the fucking next one. Him. Come, big boy, run. How many times did we call our players? And they thought, fuck, I'm coming. How many times did they run and then leave the field after that run? Let me tell you something. First grade players today are a pack of soft bitches. And that's, that's exactly what they are. Best. Remember, you go and play. You go, I'm giving you guys, you look at the dressing room, I'm giving you guys everything today. And if I didn't, someone would tell me, say, Johnny, you what are you doing? You missed that fucking tackle, K. Yeah. You fucking let us do We will suck it in. And the thing is... I'll give you an example of yesterday's game. Pango Jr. in the first 10 minutes, I thought, fuck. This guy's changed his game, like, and then he offloaded. Like, like, like <laughs> this guy's this guy's running hundred miles an hour. This is the this is the way he should be playing. Fifteen minutes into the game, he threw an intercept. Gone. He threw an intercept. You know, you because know he, he can't said? help himself. You know what he did by throwing the intercept? He was getting his hands were free. He made yards, and the Newcastle guy is actually yeah. standing there and. Shawala or whatever he's he knew was coming. He telegraphed it, man. Let me tell you something. And it was downhill after that. I'm going to explain to you right now for the last time why you don't blame the coach. You ready? The coach doesn't want to yell at Chris because I don't want Chris to be upset with the coach. So, defensive coach, go yell at Chris. Attacking coach. That's why South have that problem. Attacking coach, go yell at yeah, Johnny. South. So, the coach has two fucking do his dirty work. bad cops while he stays the good cop. The coach of a rugby league side is not a coach anymore. He is a babysitter. Because we can't turn around to a million-dollar player or a player and say, you dumb fuck. How could you be so stupid 
because you couldn't help yourself. That's what we try and avoid. It's round 25. It starts off in Swansville with the Cowboys taking on the Sharks. $1.58 for the Cowboys. $2.38 for the Sharks. Where do we see this one going? All these Go games the sharks. are super important. We are going Go the the shark, Sharks. Come on, Sharkies. Cowboys turn in plus. Sharkies all Chris the way. Chris is going to death right this now fuck. for the rest Go of the season. These fucking scumbags do not make it. But you're going to hurt me too, Chris. That's even better. The Warriors play host to the Seagulls in Auckland. $1.27 for the Warriors. $3.80 Go the Warriors. Lee Bolter book his holiday. Go the Warriors. Yes, absolutely. Warriors all the way. The Wounded Eels play the Roosters in Maramata. Two twenty-five for the Eels. A dollar sixty-five for the Eels. They get fucking Look, I was going to go for the Eels, but for Dr. Tony Hayer, go the Roosters. Go the Roosters. Yeah, I think the Eels have got no hope, to be perfectly honest. Hopefully it's 50. They're playing awful. Moses is gone. The West Tigers hoping for some spoon relief. Playing the Dolphins at Combank Stadium, a oh, dollar eighty-seven for the Tigers, a dollar ninety-seven. See, it's a winnable for game the Dolphins. For, who? for them, for the West Tigers. We well, think Tigers can't beat them. Man, the West Dolphins Tigers had a couple of good games. Last two grounds, I'm good games. Dolphins. I'm going Dolphins. Yeah, but the Tigers can't do three in a row. Good they games. can't. No, 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 they can't. I'm Dolphins. still, I'm still tipping them. I'm going the Dolphins the Tigers. Dolphins. Go the Tigers. Come on, come on, Spoon. You know he's doing that because you fucking went for the Cowboys. Sucked him, bro. The Titans play the Panthers on the Goldie. Eight dollars for the Titans, a dollar eight for the Panthers. Sounds like a close one. I think I'm going for the upset. Well, I think that only two players are taking the field for the Titans. <laughs> Fifteen million dollars for they can only afford two players. Yeah, I think there's uh, going to be some financial hurt coming their way soon enough. You, you know what the and, Titans, and they're going to be surprised. You know what the Titans have done? They've just made the Broncos pay more for paid Hass. That's all they've done. Absolutely. No, they've given, or they've given them a bold, like a bold figure of how much a front row should be worth. No. They offered him a million bu- million bucks. Don't give a the fuck. The Titans give the team at 1.2, so now they're going to find 1.2. No player. And going to come around and say, no, I want 1.4. He was going to no, settle for 1.1. Yes. No prop is worth more than $600,000. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Yeah. Well, it's a tough one. Um, Schuster, however, is worth 800000 Oh, yeah. He's a, yeah, fine, he's a great player. He's an athlete. He's, he's a spine player. <laughs> Spine, sorry, spineless. spineless. The Dragons will lose to the Storm at Lou's Stadium. Uh, $5.10. <laughs> plays $1.17. I'm going to the Dragons. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> And I then, think... of course, the Newcastle Knights play the Bunnies in Newcastle. Game of the round. 13 plus Newcastle. $2.10 for the Newcastle Knights. $1.77 for the Bunnies. Somehow, Jackson, somehow, Jackson we still got the better odds. Only just, but still. I just want to see how my conspiracy theory goes. Well, Jackson I'm hoping, you, I'm hoping you're right, Bass. Jackson Hastings will be back. I never wanted you to be. Oh, you are praying. And Kalen Ponga will score two tries at the last game. John, hey, you know what's going <laughs> to be McDonald good? Jones you know what's going to be fantastic? Oh, the spite. As, as Kalen Ponga runs past Fat, I mean, Latrell, um, he should say to him, this is how a fullback runs. Literal Fatrell. This is how, this a, is how a fullback should look like. Troll Mitt, you fuckwit. Fatrell Mitrell. Mate, he looked like Bandage Bear on, on the weekend. He's had that much bandage Every on Every time him. he gets tackled, he stays down. He gets up like it's, you know, I'm just... Mate, how much bandage did that guy have on, on the weekend? Leg. His knees, Honestly. his thumb, his... Anyway, um, who do anyway, you think? Newcastle. Uh, Newcastle. Newcastle, Newcastle? Yeah, Newcastle. That's three for Newcastle. The Raiders are hoping for some salvation versus the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs. Go the doggies! Fire up, doggies! $1.35 for the Raiders, three twenty-five for the Bulldogs, and it's not out of the realms of possibility. Who do you tip? Raiders Bull- v. Bulldogs. Bulldogs. I'm going Bulldogs. That's my upset. All right, anything from you guys before we go? It was a great podcast. And uh, we'll all be cheering on the... Uh, the, the Matildas? Matildas. On, on, uh, I can't say it. No, you can't. Uh, you, you already you, have, you, though. You, no, no, I can't say yeah, you can't their name. Say, yeah, I can't say even it. say their name. Um, look. Go the Matildas. Yes, we play England and they're arch rivals and, you know, you want to stick the boot in those blokes. 
Yeah. You know, you do. There's a mother country. Couple of boots. There's those a mother blokes, country. Chris, those blokes. <laughs> All right, that's it. Good luck to the Matildas and good luck to your teams this weekend, unless, of course, Come you on, are Newcastle! Playing the bunnies, and that is the Newcastle Knights. <laughs>